perfect. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 75 of the Unbelievable Streams podcast. And co-hosting with me today is the lovely Grimmy. We're back together again. Yes, back together again, thankfully. Um, don't have to put with Mulch anymore and his uh, shenanigans and God knows what else he'll throw at me at any time during the pod. Um, but yeah, nice to be back. How are you doing, sir? I'm all good. I'm all good. Uh, we are off the back of having the wonderful uh, mad scientist back on uh, last week, speaking about his lovely database uh, that everyone seems to be playing. Mulch was streaming it the other day, so uh, he's got an extra person now streaming it. Uh, he's got Mulch out of his little cave, by the looks of things, yeah. uh, out of his little streaming cave. Uh, and then this week, we've got the wonderful Omega Luke. How are you? I'm good. Very, very, thank you very much for having me on. Speaking of the mad scientist, I love that bloke because uh, every year he gets me a banger of a video. So, <laughs> love him. thank you very much. So it, every time it's just like it, it's like you can do so many things with that database that it just oh, gives yeah. you a whole new train of ideas, like almost yeah. immediately off the bat. Absolutely, and the one way uh, you go in the future always does so good for me. Every single year, it's beautiful. It's like a classic, like, does this player actually become good? That's Nine it. Nine times out of ten, the answer is no. <laughs> I, get so, I get so much engagement because people are like, how do you not know who Frank Amacourt, whatever he was called? And I'm like, because I, I was born in 92. I don't know every player from 1998. <laughs> yeah. He was an Everton legend. It's like, oh, great. Good for you. Like, <laughs> no idea. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having back on. No, no, it's great to have you back on because the last time we had you on was actually my first podcast all yeah, the way well, back yeah, in like January in. last year. Yeah, you're filling in if I remember rightly. Yeah, it was like filling in right before I was sort of like announced as an actual host and then here I am now actually hosting the bugger. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's all come around and since then you've also had a kid. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. I had another one. Yeah, which is why I'm like, I look really dirty and everything. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the one thing we joked about back then was, and we spoke about it just before we actually uh, started recording here. We joked that you would have very little time <laughs> once you start having the kid. I, I'm guessing that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming, um, and then like when it actually gets to it. It, it, it gets to the point where, like, if my, my wife is like, can I just have a half hour to have a shower this morning? It's like, and when am I going to get that back? And, and like, we're arguing over it. And it, it's literally got to that point. Um, but, I mean, I'll cope in with it. And I think it's getting easier uh, as time goes on, like, trying to work. And obviously, when the, 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 uh, the baby gets a little bit more independent and everything, it gets a little bit easier. But, man, there were some tough months where, like, very little sleep no time whatsoever and obviously doing like other passions outside of of youtube there's still time for a social life to, like i don't remember the last time i seen my mates just like casually just like oh should we go and do something it's like right if you want to see me we've got to plan this a few weeks in advance because i need to get ahead <laughs> and then possibly it's only a maybe so but yeah it's tough i can yeah. only imagine i can only imagine <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, and also, I know we're talking about all these, like, new big changes, but there's a lot of big changes that have happened in the past year. You now have 
two fully fledged new like channels going on the go at the same time. You've got your normal one, then you've got your wrestling one as well. Yeah, that came out of nowhere as well. Because like this time last year, I didn't have it. It was my vlog channel where I should just stick my Twitch streams on. And then when the wrestling game came out in like February or March last year, I just did a couple of videos where my Facebook contract ended and they like blew up. And I was like, whoa, like, am I now going to have to like change allegiances and just sack off FM completely? Uh, but as it was, the game kind of like died out quite quickly last year. Um, I don't know whether it will this year because I'm still a bit on the fence of it. But yeah, I've got like a second channel now, which is making good money as like a side hustle to my main one. And I'm like, oh, this is what like good youtubers do this is this is mental <laughs> don't know how i'm pulling this off <laughs> and with the wrestling game as well so touching upon that because that's actually like the one sort of big thing we we're obviously to talk about fm as well but the one thing that you really almost i was gonna say made your own but it was pretty much almost all that you did was finding new and innovative ways of using my gm mode yeah <laughs> i mean I'll let you in on a secret as to why that is. I never played a wrestling game before uh, I started doing videos on them. So mm. the ones that I played before were not 2K ones. They were like the old SmackDown versus Raw. That's the last time I ever played a wrestling game. And I'd never even actually used to play it. I used to just do the MyGM mode. So the reason why I did the videos on it was because um, MyGM mode was, was well, the GM mode in the, in the past was something I always used to love. And I used to go back and like my old PSP and play the 2007 one every now and then that I used to find it or whatever. Uh, but it was because I tried actually like playing it where you're physically the wrestlers. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot put this online because <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> like, either I have to do like simulations where I just watch it and talk about like oh like what the the ai is doing which is horrible because they're so terrible at it and there's been many games where i've had to just like or many matches where i've had to just like end the match because something is not happening because computer versus computer doesn't work or i just stick to just my gm mode where it just simulates it very much like football manager style uh and i've had to just go with that and it's literally i mean i've recorded one video this year where i actually played it not one comment about how bad i was but it was highly edited and the bits that were cut out i was like yeah i said it's better we can't put that bit mate <laughs> we cannot put that in. <laughs> but yeah that's that's the main reason that's the secret that's fair enough. so in terms of so in terms of gm mode i, I mean i'm assuming because of the amount of different variations you've come up with you must enjoy it to a certain extent like yeah. what is it the sort of a love hate thing because you play it so much or like is it because you enjoy it so much that you keep making the videos on it i guess definitely love hate um yeah. i think the game mode they i think they try to complicate it a little bit too much so the stuff that they've added on to it um can be great but the, the like there are some of the restrictions that they've done from what like the game used to be when everybody used to love it in like 2007 2008 I don't really like like there's so many different restrictions and there's like bugs and errors that they seem to have got worse this year i'm like you've had a whole year to sort this out and i don't understand why um and i know like last year i did quite a lot of different ones and then they added uh tag team titles into it they added uh women's tag belts into it so that was almost like a dlc almost of, of like an addition whereas this year i don't think like they've gone like radio silent on whether they're gonna add anything onto this one so i'm already thinking like 
Well, people were getting bored really quickly last year to the point where after like three months of me uploading uh, the, my GM videos, like people just didn't really care. Um, yeah. So that's why the, the game sort of almost like died out and I was going to like my universe mode and I did a few videos on that and then it was almost like, oh, this game's pretty much dead now and I just went back to Foot Manager. Luckily, as I did, like I had a video which blew up. So it kind of like completely changed my focus and uh the fm channel like started really growing from that so in a way it was kind of good because i don't know how i would have like juggled time um but again this year there's like there's things on it where i'm like why why was that put into the game this year when it wasn't last year and it seems like it's it's more difficult this year like last year they had a mode where well the, the gm mode was like you could do it for just 15 weeks which is perfect for an hour video whereas mm. this year it's set at 25 weeks per season and it's like i can't do that in one video that will take like an hour and a half to two hours to do and plus like that's just a long time of recording just one thing i'd have to do it across a certain amount of days so they've made it very difficult i think for content creators to do my gm mode this year definitely yeah and i mean like speaking alongside those sort of changes as well like um have you enjoyed like i know you said that obviously you've not really liked the fact that obviously they've literally set the weeks this time but have you enjoyed like a few of the changes like the inclusion of obviously that you've got like the different match types that can be done like there's also the one inclusion that i do quite like is actually that the match types matter as well like they have yeah. different sort of power-ups to them uh especially the submission match because you can Blow off rivalry oh, is not a pay per view. They are a godsend. Yeah. Like, have you enjoyed those types of changes that have sort of come in this year? I have, but I feel like they've half asked it. And because you can do that for singles rivalries, but what about tag teams? Because you can't start a tag team unless they're in a tag team match. You can't uh, heat up a rivalry unless it's in a tag team match. You literally can't do anything. And if you put two two singles persons from a tag team that are in a rivalry against each other they start a singles rivalry and it doesn't extend from the tag rivalry and you can't end the tag rivalry for a submission match so it's like so you've 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 almost like half assed it they've gone like oh let's be really clever people are complaining that you couldn't blow off a rivalry unless it was at a pay-per-view let's do with a submission match and it's like what about the rest of the stuff that everybody was complaining about because if it's that easy to change that one little detail why couldn't you have gone the full ham and be like, right, and then for tag team rivalries, you can do this. It doesn't have to be a submission match. Maybe it's like a tornado tag, whatever it could be. Yeah. But why have it so that you can only do singles? It just seems like, are you that dumb and stupid? And I get, I find myself getting very frustrated with it more than I am enjoying it because of these new game modes. And I think the um, the addition of all the new matches, yeah, that makes it great for people i think who play it more than what i would simulate it because right. when i'm simulating it now i'm finding myself avoiding all of those because there's so many injuries in the game and now the injuries are five weeks they never used to be five weeks it was always three weeks so i'm like i'm thinking it's like you've made the game worse by trying to make it better mm. in a very weird convoluted way um i think that's one thing i find really frustrating with the game and I think a lot of people in like my comment section have found that really frustrating as well by the looks of it. Like as well, when you used to simulate, it would come up saying there's an injury, 
Whereas now it doesn't actually say that until you get to the end part. And everybody's going, yeah, it's at the end part. I'm like, yeah, but why did they take it out of the original part mm. when it was on their last year, which would make it easier. I don't understand why they've made it worse. But people in the comments are like, yeah, but it's at the end. I'm like, I know that. <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> that's almost been like another frustrating part. It's like, I know it's at that part, but I want it, I want it at the beginning part where it mm. used to be as well. But I, I, I'm getting really frustrated. I sound like I'm just moaning about it. But I, <laughs> I think they were on for something really big when they released my GM mode. And I think last year they fumbled it. They tried rescuing it with the tag team titles and making it so it wasn't just three uh, in a in a week, whatever, three matches in a week. And then this was the year for them to go, right, now this is the my GM mode that you wanted. Mm. And I still think they fumbled it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's almost as if, like, I think the way I sort of described it last year, looking at the way they set up the game last year, it very much seems like their hearts are set in the right place in terms of, like, they've released the game, uh, like, the game mode, and they are clearly listening because, as you said, like, they've added more game modes. You know, they added the triple threats and the fatal four ways, which people were requesting. You can't make those title matches last I checked, though, which is no, really no. annoying. How that dumb? makes How zero that? sense. It's so but stupid. This is the thing is I can, I truly believe, like, give it a couple of months and what they'll do is they'll release a patch that then allows you to make those title matches. And yeah. then it's like, they do listen. It's just take it just takes that little bit of time if you get what I'm, it, it's yeah. like the way i sort of described it last year is it was like they listen and then eventually in a couple of years time we're gonna get the gm mode that we sort of wanted yeah but it seems like the way that 2k are going about it is almost doing like mini trial runs of going right what do you want now what do you yeah. want now what do you so want now I until we stop asking about game development uh that a game developer will get the final piece, say a perfect game. And then when they go to release this game, they'll take two segments out. And then when people play that game, they go, oh, this game's really good, but it's just lacking these two things. And then the game developer will be like, oh, really? And then three months later, when people stop playing it as much, they add these two things in and it's like, oh, everybody wants to play this game again now. So they, they almost get like two releases. Yeah. I said that to my friend. He was like, no way would they do that. And I'll be like, name a game that's come out and it's perfect first time. Never happens. Name every single like FIFA or, you know, football manager is exactly the same. But how many times do we have things at the start of football manager? And then it's like, why have it, why is it made that bad? And then it's like, oh, winter update. Here's a patch. Mm. <laughs> and then it's exactly the same with 2K. It would, it would have been so easy to make triple threat and fatal four ways title matches. You're telling me it wouldn't, it must have been so simple. And then they've gone, we could do that. But what also we could do is in the May patch or the June patch, we'll add it in then. And then people will want to come back and play it. Yeah. That's, that's just my theory. I think it's, I think that's what game developers yeah. do. They're it makes like sense. Nice. Yeah. It's, it it does in a way. Annoyingly it's makes sense. It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're the suckers you... that come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do that back in the day, though, like in the PS2 oh. and like early 360 era, because if it came out in like a haphazard state, you'd be, that's basically it till the next game, or if they have yeah. a chance to make the next game, that is. So I suppose yeah. nowadays, because they could just, they know they could just put a patch in, it's like, 
Yeah, when it takes like it a, an instant download. Uh, it's yeah. one of like the obviously like having this like internet period where you can have like digital games and digital patches and stuff obviously it's like was amazing when it first came in but i do think it is being very much manipulated we've seen quite a lot of games come out and just in general not just the two that uh, i really enjoy playing where uh it's really rushed and then like no man's sky was a big one wasn't it i remember when that came out and people were going on about this is going to be the best game ever they started mm -hmm. playing it and it's like what the hell is this game and now like i won't touch it because of how bad it was when it first came out and people were telling me about it but like i spoke to uh like somebody who plays it like religiously every day and they're like mate it's the best game ever i'm like yeah but that's the game that we wanted when it first came out and now i don't want to mm -hmm. touch it because they released something really half-assed that's weird yeah absolutely yeah i mean like especially with the case of no man's sky as you said like that's that's a game i really look forward to i'm a massive space nerd i always yeah. have been like so the idea of exploring space and like you know different solar systems and this that and the other night it very much seemed as well like especially like when they first started talking about the game that they'd actually done quite a bit of research yeah yeah as well they put it across like, like it was going to be like Space Skyrim. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be sick. And then it just, it like, I was so close to buying it. And I think at the time, I just didn't have the money. Like, and then it came out and it bombed. And I just sat there and went, thank God I didn't have the money. Yeah. And, just, like, <laughs> and now you look at it and it's like this amazing game. And it's just cost them because it's like, if they'd released it, like the great game it is now, like just imagine how much of like an all-timer game that could have gone down yeah, as because it definitely. really would have done now it's like known as like the biggest flop ever because mm -hmm. uh, of how bad it was it was the same with cyberpunk like cyber <sighs> i made the mistake with cyberpunk so with no man's sky I, I usually always wait a couple of weeks and then i'll buy the brand new game unless it's obviously like football manager or something like that or 2k mm -hmm. that i do videos for um but only really because of time and cyberpunk i was so excited for it i pre-ordered it there was the mistake because everybody was saying how much uh of like bugs and stuff it was so i never actually played it and now like mm. people were like oh yeah it's amazing now like there's no more well there's some bugs but they fixed most of the bugs yeah. i'm like yeah. no it's tainted now i won't even play it i've bought it i've, I've literally owned it I spent 70 <laughs> quid on it but i won't even touch it oh, that's weird i had a weird thing with that that game as well because i literally played it day one and i didn't have any issues and I felt oh, like Cyberpunk. I was like, yeah, I was like one in a billion. I didn't have yeah. any issues with it whatsoever. Closed it down for night, came back day two, all the bugs in the world came <laughs> up and I was just like, I can't touch this again now. Yeah. now I've seen all this. So I was like, I was watching YouTube videos. I was like, I've seen none of this. Like when I went, yeah, like, yeah. when I was like just chilling and I was like, I've seen none of this. And like day two, I was like, all right, okay, I've joined, I've joined the crowd now. Let's, let's put that back on the shelf and we'll leave so it there. Strange. So. So yeah, strange. That that, that, well. <laughs> another one that, that could have been amazing if they just yeah, like could have yeah did some fucking tests on it really. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it's it's yeah. literally like that simple. Yeah. <laughs> like and, and like going onto your wrestling channel again for people who don't know, it doesn't just include 2K, does it? It includes real life wrestling that you do as well. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've been training for about three or four years now. Uh, this last year, I'd say, has been like the, my breakout 
really. Mm-hmm. Like this time last year, I'd only had like a handful of matches, uh, mainly because of like the pandemic and stuff like that. Uh, it was very difficult to to even run a live show, let alone get me ready to be on one. Um, but within like the last year, uh, I've like formed a tag team with one of my close mates. We've kind of like um, really established ourselves, especially in our local area in the southwest, the points where I think really there's not many bigger tag teams unless you go up to like Gloucester, Bristol. So mm-hmm. I think we're mainly the biggest tag team in this area. Um, and yeah, we've we've got a few really big matches coming up quite soon, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's quite exciting because, like, w- what sort of motivated you to actually go into it? Obviously, I'm guessing being a wrestling fan sort of thing, everyone sort of goes, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And most people don't. What kind of made you go, do you know what, I'm just going to do it? So before I had the FM channel, I used to have a wrestling podcast and I used to have mm. my mates on it and chat about it. Uh, and the local company that I train at now, when they, they started up, the first show was like two weeks after I started my podcast. So uh, I got speaking to the promoters and they sort of said like, I'll come along and we'll do an interview after about like a review or obviously, cause they wanted the, the, uh, the, the, the promotion of it as well. So um, I did that, got quite friendly with the, the promoters. Um, and then like sort of like six months later when they started running academy shows and stuff like that, they had their own like training school there. Um, I was playing football Saturdays and Sundays and he sort of said to me, oh, we've got open days on Saturday. If you, if the next two Saturdays, if you want to come down uh, and give it a try for like brand new people. So I was like, oh yeah, all right. So I got like four of my mates ready for the first Saturday. Uh, and then the Friday night, I, I went, got rushed to the hospital for kidney stones. Uh, and the other three, were there so the the promoter then was messaging me like i knew you'd bottle it and i'm like they're like yeah my, i'm literally bleeding from everywhere uh in <laughs> hospital right now so i won't be there today but i'll try again next week eventually i did go uh and i think i'm the only one there now that went out of the four of us that's still doing it mm-hmm. so um but when i like did the first couple of weeks i literally thought to myself I might quit football, you know, like I'm enjoying this way too much. And I haven't even been in the ring at that point. At the start is literally like all the stuff outside the ring, like all the safety stuff first and the very, very basic before you even touch the ring. So that was like, it just sort of like hooked me in straight away. And it's a very weird thing with wrestling. Like the more you slam and hit the mat, the more you want to do it again. Almost very strange. Like I'll come out of a match. I'm like, I cannot wait to get beat up in a match again. I cannot wait for it. Uh, So, eventually after like a couple of weeks i was having like the football team i was playing for as well they they weren't that good uh and i just thought i was gonna quit and just just get just shut myself into the wrestling instead and that's what i did i was going training like two or three times a week Mm -hmm. eventually and yeah i got really into it and i'm really glad i have now because for like um to say that i've done it i you know it's like when you're a wrestling fan you're like i wonder what it's like Mm. you always that time and i always thought that all uh, when i was growing up uh now at least i can say i've done it and i've given it a really good go even if like i had to stop tomorrow you know i've I've been a tag champ in cornwall i've you know done loads of different things that i never thought i would be able to do so uh main evented shows and stuff like that in my hometown so that's brilliant for me Mm. i'm i'm buzzing but i just can't believe like i'm it's still carrying on and still doing these things and i'm wrestling people now that i was like interviewing like three years ago thinking oh my god i can't believe i get to interview this person now i'm like i can't believe i'm wrestling them that's mental yeah that's crazy i mean fair credit to you to be fair for sticking with it for three or four years especially 
what do you think over the past couple of years what we've had to all go through in terms of obviously getting that um sort of well you wouldn't have been able like you said at the start you wouldn't be able to go into matches or do anything like that like to yeah. that motivation through there i mean the other thing i have to uh ironically doff my cap off to you as soon as you're wearing your grizzlies cap right now is uh like how on earth do you do everything that you do when you you wrestle yeah. train obviously you have to trade to wrestle you have to do your two youtube channels you've got your family to look after and do all that like how do you pack that into like seven slots of 24 hours i don't understand how you do it i, really I have no idea either i really don't <laughs> no no clue so i that i kind of like have like a routine week to be honest and it's very rare that i come away from that week but i do work pretty much seven days a week i'd say like oh i think yesterday was the first day that i gave myself a full day off i thought it was going to be until like five o'clock in the evening where my editor like sent me a video and i was like i'll just watch it right now and then like i watched <laughs> it and i thought i could do the thumbnail for it right now and i thought no this is what i'm this is my problem i'm like i'll just do it but i think it's the i don't really see it as work i think that's the the main thing with like especially the fm channel maybe the, the 2k videos i do uh see it as work but because i enjoy doing the football manager stuff it doesn't really seem as work so if i have to do work 50 60 hours a week on that as well as other stuff then i don't really mind too much because it doesn't really feel like working a lot of the time some of it does like script writing and stuff i hate it but it's mm -hmm. made my videos way better than what they used to be so i'll do it um but the, the 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 training usually i do every tuesday and then it's just whenever i get like bookings for events so uh like it, and it's weird like i'll have like zero bookings for like a month and then it would be like oh next weekend you've got three and it's crazy like <laughs> last weekend i had friday saturday and then i had two matches on thursday just gone with the chance to do Friday if I wanted it to and I was like oh I can't do that and I had a chance to do Sunday as well so I could have wrestled like eight matches I think it was in the space of like four days within the span of a week and I just mm. gone like six weeks without one so <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah it comes in really like uh sporadically yeah. and then all yeah. at once very much like buses really <laughs> crazy Never thought I'd see wrestling compared to buses, but here we, here we are. Yeah, um, I mean, you spoke about obviously becoming a tag team champion as well. Obviously. Yeah. Like, uh, like, tell us about, like, obviously that. I mean, coming into, like, a tag team in general and obviously creating a tag team and choosing rather than going solo or go into a tag team and then to then go on and win the tag titles, it's like one hell of a journey. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I never really see myself as a tag team wrestler, mm. but I love tag team wrestling. Like if I would watch anything like on NXT TakeOver and stuff, it would be, I can't wait for the tag team match. Yeah. I think like when you're around about our age and you 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 uh, watch NXT from like 2015 to about 2019 when it was the Garganos and Champers and stuff with DIY and obviously the Revival and all people like that. Like tag team wrestling is the best, man. It's like unbelievable. The drama that you just cannot get in any other type of match. I love that. And I think because it's so different, you can make every match so different and make every move different. I, I love that. So like even down to, I'm not going off on a bit of a tangent, but like our finisher, we started off just doing it where the guy would be laid down. Then I just pick them up and go into like uh, the, the assisted cutter, which is what we, what it is, but we call it the manscape curve because of brand deals manscaped. Um, <laughs> but now we're like, 
how can we get into that move? So we'll be in training. We'll be like, we'll grab a guy and we'll be like, right, we'll do an O'Connor roll. And as they come up, I'm there and pick them up and into it. We'll do another one where like he goes on the top rope. I, I jump underneath and I've got him on my shoulders and drop him down into it. So we've got like so many different ways of just getting into our finisher that me and my tag partner were like, I'm so excited for our next match. Which one will the opponent want to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. So things like that I love. But yeah, the, the going from that into the the tag team and like the we're Cornish champs for one company called OCW there's two in Cornwall we've got a tag team title match for them for the other one in May um which is gonna be great we're against GL2 which is a tag team from Gloucester that we've always wanted to face uh they're great guys as well we've met them we just never faced them and I remember like it was a great feeling because I remember like when I was interviewing people, I tried interviewing one of them and we couldn't quite uh, get a time arranged. And then when we started, me and my uh, partner, tag partner, and we were like, well, out of every, everybody kept on going, who would you want to face? And I'm like, definitely GLT. Now we're actually facing them, which is really cool. But they messaged like three or four months ago saying, uh, really hope our paths cross. I'm like, well, that's sick that they want to wrestle us as well. So that's really cool. Uh, so we've got them in a in CPW's tag team title uh, match in May, and then in July we're in our hometown tag team title match for which is basically Devon. So we could be holders of three tag team title belts, and all of them are the Southwest. So we could be like the ultimate. We're basically be like FTR yeah. if we yeah. have to those two walking around with three tag team titles of this area. But uh, fingers crossed, we get to. But if we don't just for the opportunity of one wrestling GO2 and one being in a tag team title match for our home promotion. It's just really sick in my opinion. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like you, rather than practicing uh, finishing moves, you're going to have to practice how to carry all the belts at this, right? Like... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I joked around with my partner. I was like, if we do, if we do, and he was like, don't jinx it. I'm like, yeah, but if we do, 100% we're paying for promo pictures of all three of us, with all three of the belts, aren't we? And he was like, yes! Obviously. <laughs> we're just going to find every picture of what FTR did when they had all three of them, or how many ever had they had, and just do all those poses. And just be like, this is cool. But Absolutely. Once in a lifetime, I guess, if that ever happens, <laughs> you you have to. I don't yeah. care how much, like, I'll pay a photographer 200 quid just to get me some photos of all three of them. Just so, like, because my mm. kids now, I don't know whether else to be doing it when they're old enough to understand and remember mm. things like now i go i'm off to wrestling and my son just goes off to work i'm like yeah i guess uh <laughs> so if we you know i've got loads of videos of stuff that um of me wrestling so that'll be cool to show if if i'm not wrestling when he's watches it or he's into it when he's older especially the little one um but we've got like photos of like loads of tank belts and stuff we he might be like bloody hell he's actually good like <laughs> what you're just doing mm. just getting beat up every week he was actually quite good at it so who knows yeah that'd be, that'd be quite a sweet little moment like especially like as you said like watching all the nxt days and seeing obviously all those sort of tag teams as you said like seeing ftr win all those tag belts and you're yeah. like the southwest version of ftr almost if, if this sort of happens you know? yeah that's, that's exactly what i would call myself as well uh, being heels, like, you can get away with it. Can you just be really arrogant? Uh, but mm. we already do that, to be fair. Uh, I think many because like there's not like an, an actual established tag team in the Southwest. We do that anyway. Uh, so it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we're like the gatekeepers of Southwest tag team wrestling. It's like, it's because you really want to be only tag teams down here. But yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. 
Uh, do you enjoy being a heel then more than oh, a face? So much more. So much more. So in the promotion where we are tag champs, we won that as baby faces. And we right. wrestled as baby faces one after that. And I come away saying to my tag partner, I was like, we gotta turn here, won't we? And he was like, Oh my god, yes, please. So we did it at the last show. We just like said to promote, please turn us here. We're so much better. Because like, for instance, on on uh, on Thursday just gone. I went out and it's the first time I ever read, wrestled for that promotion, LDN. Uh, and I was like nervous already because it's quite a big promotion. Mm -hmm. They tour the whole of UK um, because it was in this area. I got asked to do it. So I'm like, this is cool. This is sick. It was only a singles match and then into a tag. Um, and I went out and I was thinking, right, I'm a heel, which makes it a lot easier. And I said, just please have some children in the crowd in the front row so I can wind them up. And as soon as like the crowds were coming in, all I could hear was kids like screaming. I was like, yes, this is going to be so easy because <laughs> you go out, you just tell a kid that they stink or they suck or whatever, and they start having to go at your back. And as soon as you wind up one kid, the other kids, they try and get involved and want to be involved. And then as soon as like you see like a group of girls, that's like even better because like the guy I was wrestling with is really handsome with like long hair, really fit body. I'm not like that. So <laughs> straight away, I was going over to their mom going, oh, I am way better looking than him, and I, sweetheart? And just, she's like, no, no. I guess she was lying. And just winding <laughs> them up as well. And like because there was like a group of three of them, they're egging each other on. So I was going over to that group all the time. And I just thought, this is so easy. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're a baby face, you obviously have to come out and they try and make them cheer you. They don't want mm -hmm. to cheer you. They will not cheer you. And it's so much easier to get booed than it is to get cheered. Yeah. But if you come out as a heel and what we're finding, my me and my tag partner now in our home promotion, we're coming out trying to wind up the crowd and half of them are cheering us because they just mm. find us funny or whatever because my tag partner is hilarious. They, mm. They'll start cheering us. We're like, we can't really do much about that, but that's quite cool. So <laughs> it's a win-win, really. They boo you, brilliant. If they cheer you, brilliant. You're yeah. like, you're getting over so yeah, yeah. baby face you go out and they boo you you're like oh this is awkward mm -hmm. so yeah it's a lot better it's almost like you can naturally be turned as well like back to a baby face like if you as a heel start yeah. getting cheered and mm -hmm. you can almost turn into a baby face and not really have to change your character either exactly because that. you're already being cheered that way yeah. Uh, yeah, you end up like it's like an organic heel uh, like baby face turn isn't mm -hmm. it like we you almost like turn into the point where instead of like ripping into the crowd you keep that same character but you rip into your opponent instead mm -hmm. with the crowd behind you and then you're mm -hmm. almost like not the anti-hero because i hate that term in wrestling but mm -hmm. you're almost like the, the 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 baby face which doesn't give a crap yeah and i think that's yeah. the, the the side of it that um definitely mine and my tag partner's character would turn into if we had to turn babyface at our home promotion but like, there's no like plans to do that because we're quite enjoying just winding them up as yeah. it is yeah. um because like i mean going slightly off topic like how great some crowds are and when i talk about like having the kids at the front row there's a, a our home promotion reach there's a guy who goes and watches almost every show uh called mr brown and he has like his own chant and everything because he's i'd say 74 i think he is he's told me uh 
he is like it is real to him when they say oh it's real to them damn it it is real to him he is front row every show he is in the side of the ring go get him shout at her shout you calling the the heel women bitches and everything like that he shouts so much for me and i'm there telling him i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna get you in that ring mr brown i'm gonna break your legs and stuff and shout at him the crowd are giving me crap will laugh and whatever and he is really loud so as soon as you know mr brown's there you're like brilliant this is going to be really easy because it's somebody easy to wind up and then as yeah. soon as the show finishes he's coming over with his little autograph book and i've signed it so many times and every time <laughs> in the show i'm like i ain't even gonna sign your book today mr brown and he's like get out of here and he's swearing whatever and then as soon as the show finishes he's come over with his book and he loves it and he's like oh, i want to see you face so and so and you're like we can't we're both heels it doesn't work like that mr brown <laughs> you idiot. but yeah it's, it's just funny like it's it's good laugh and i tell you what's quite weird as well it's like so in uh on thursday when i was it was down in falmer for for ldn and it was very much a late deal it was like two people have pulled out can you do it uh we're down in farmers so, yeah definitely so i went down there so i wasn't like announced on the show or nothing like that uh and it wasn't until i come out where they had, they announced it was me but in the meet and greet after i had two guys come over and be like mate your union balloon save on fm absolutely loved it I'm like, <laughs> that's sick that's so cool so yeah that's yeah. brilliant. yeah <laughs> that's great uh, that's no, that's that, that must be weird though to that's have so strange. to be in two different worlds meet up like that. But again, yeah, yeah. the FM community is quite a lot. I mean, two of Very us rest- here, a well, big the three crossover. of us here, loads of loads of crossover there. Yeah. But that must have been so strange to have someone be like, "Oh yeah, Union Berlin, great save," you know. I yeah, yeah, that would be quite surreal it, to have. It was really strange. Like he was that. like saying like new gen names to me as well. Yeah. He was like that, that strike was sick. I'm like, it was. You're right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so bizarre. Yeah, awesome. So in terms of like the obviously knowing you're a big wrestling fan, do you watch much of the stuff nowadays, or are you sort of focused on training and developing and doing your own matches at the minute? I go through stages. So mm-hmm. a lot of the WWE stuff, if it's good, I'll catch highlights because i think they put like it's too much tv for me to watch yeah. like yeah. i mean i already don't have enough time in the day as it is but like <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll i'll skim through a lot of like pay-per-view matches and stuff yeah. like that and then if it's like a really good segment like the stuff with like Sami Zayn and roman yeah. reigns like yeah. i'll catch that mainly through tiktok <laughs> like there'll be people yeah. who post the whole things on tiktok so i was up to yeah. date on it but i'd never like watch it live or mm. something like that and then i'll catch quite a lot of matches if somebody's told me that it's worth watching whereas especially this morning actually uh when i want to watch stuff now i'll pick stuff that i want to learn from and yeah. i can't watch like will osprey and go i'm gonna do that uh <laughs> on AEW or so because i used to like be big into like new japan and stuff like that yeah. now i can't really i haven't really got the time or i'm never really gonna learn as more not be able to, I, I would learn a lot but i won't be able to do it whereas like yeah. now i'm like okay i'll go back and watch like so this morning i watched clash of champions i think 91 something like that um mm. from wcw and i was watching the steiners versus farouk and somebody uh, right. when he was ron simmons uh in like the mm. wcw nwa tag titles and i was just like right. i've never seen this match so i watched that and there was like two or three things that i remember writing down on my phone mm. and then sending a clip to my tag partner and be like we could do something like that and then it's just like that's how i now watch wrestling right. so I'll keep up to date and like WrestleMania, I watched actually I watched all of WrestleMania both nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually on a pay-per-view, I'll be like, I want to watch that match, that match, and that match. 
and then that'll be it because those are the storylines that I'm up to date with yeah. that I'm really enjoying or I think that'll be a really good match um mm -hmm. a lot of the times like if it's just a throwaway I won't even bother uh mm -hmm. but yeah it's I find it difficult to follow AEW as much as I think like the wrestling side of it is better mm -hmm. and more entertaining to watch mm -hmm. uh and I think like they they are more consistent with storylines being better but I just mm -hmm. struggle for time really like when I had a lot of time before Christmas, I remember I was watching both Dynamite and Rampage and then trying to watch pay-per-views. And I was like, yeah. this is a lot, but like yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I just kind of like phased out of it again. So yeah. yeah, I go through a lot of stages to be fair. Yeah. To be fair, with like wrestling, like TV itself, I think we're actually getting to the point where there's probably going to be like, just between WWE and AEW, it's probably going to be like close to seven days a week. Because yeah. if you think of the three main brands for WWE, and apparently they're adding a third show, Saturday for, show, a Saturday show for AEW, yeah. which is just mental. And then yeah. you're going to have pay per views on Saturday or Sunday, depending on which way to do it. It's just crazy, like how much there is. And like I remember, just like when I was a kid, struggling to like see like SmackDown and Raw on like Sky Sports, yeah, because they would only ever show them at like certain times through the day. That's and it. Usually in the school, so it's like. It's crazy, like where we've cut, like how far it's come along in terms of a how much there is and how much, well, yeah, how much there is just in general, really. Definitely, and then you, then I've got like people at the the training school who are like students who watch mm -hmm. everything under the sun because they've got like no time whatsoever. They got like yeah. nothing to do, yeah, and like yeah. they're going, mate, how how do you not watch Impact? I'm like, seriously, like how do <laughs> <laughs> how do you think I've got time to watch Impact? Yeah. Like, the only time really I good, it'd be like a TikTok, could... I'll watch it, but yeah, the only time I could watch Impact was during the pandemic. That is the yeah. only time I had time to watch Impact because I watched everything back then. Because what else was I gonna do? Oh, yeah, um, that's and that's yeah. when I got really into Impact because Impact yeah. is an incredible brand, it's really good. Really, the problem really is, good. there's so much on, yeah, it's it. impossible. Mm. <laughs> It's like, yeah. you know, the stuff with Santino that they've got there right now. And so I used to be a big fan of Jordan Grace. I mean, she's caused a few arguments that I wasn't really that keen on her after. But, you know, I think in in ring, she's phenomenal. And I'm seeing her, like, main event pay-per-views and stuff. I'm like, oh, I wish I had time to watch it. Yeah. But just way too much on now, isn't there? Yeah, Absolutely. literally. With, like, you, with you mentioning the two WrestleMania nights, though, I do want to ask a quick question because I feel like every wrestling fan has to answer this question. I know point. what you're going to say as well. Mm -hmm. Do you do you think Roman should have kept the belt, or do you think Corey <laughs> should have taken? No. Um, so I wish they were, they had done it in a way that Roman only lost one of the belts. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been the better way to go. So obviously, Universal he's had for the longer, which I think they're that's the reason mainly that they want to keep them with the belts so that you can get over a thousand days or whatever yeah, it is, whatever yeah. record that they're trying to break, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I think they should have had it so when. Cody won the Rumble. It was like, okay, pick a belt. And then he goes, my dad wanted to win the WWE Championship. I'm going to face you for the WWE Championship. So then one night, Roman faces Cody for that. He loses. The other night, Sammy's already won the tag, tag belts on night one. He then claims he's going to win the Universal. Doesn't win, gets screwed out by... What, what actually happened with Cody. I think that would have been the better way to go. And then, because I don't know whether like the long-term thing is that uh, like Jey Uso is going to win it or Solo, as people are saying, like Solo Sokoa will win it, which I think is a little bit of a stretch. I think mm -hmm. Jey Uso is probably more likely to, to win it off uh, Roman at SummerSlam. But again, 
I don't know whether it's going to be for both. I think they're trying to find a way of splitting it. And I think they they had such a good way of just doing it by just going, all right, Cody, you've won the Rumble. Just pick a belt. Yeah. yeah. And it would have yeah. been so much easier. But now they they kind of like, they've, they've narrowed themselves down this corridor and like, oh, how do we reverse out of yeah. this? And they just keep yeah. making like a longer journey. And it's like, the gods, mm. they split belts because... <laughs> yeah one tv uh company is like kicking off because they haven't got a title world title on their show yeah and then everybody else on that brand is like what are we even wrestling for lads like there's yeah, there's yeah. no price for us to go for and i find yeah. that like, even with my my home promotion we had a, a an academy a, we got academy championship and a, you know a heavyweight championship but when the academy championship was being held by uh, a big heel I was saying to my promoter, like, what is there for the heels to go for right now? Mm-hmm. So they introduced mid-card belt, which is perfect for us. Like, I never won it, but I've, I've wrestled for it a few times. But it was good for, like, put that on a baby face, and then all the heels have something to go for. And then the other baby faces go for the main belt. And it yeah. just worked that way so that everybody's got something to drive for in mm-hmm. storyline-wise. Else you're just fighting for the sake of fighting. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that, uh, in regards to like Roman not being on Raw ever, it's just a bit weird. And now it's like, oh, it's going to be Brock versus Cody. And it's like, did anybody really yeah. want to see that? That would have been so much better if he had the belt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think they should have found a way of splitting the titles and giving it to Cody. And if they didn't want to split the titles, I still think Cody should have won because <sighs> I don't know. It was like, it's just too long now. I think. Yeah. Like, I know. People used to say it was a hot potato belt quite mm. a lot. If you know Goldberg wants to come back, I'll put the title on him and stuff like that. And that, yeah. that all that stuff was crap and I hated it. Yeah. Um, but I still think like three years is a bit long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and it's crazy to think that you would have to I think it I think when I was listening to something the other day, they were saying it was twenty twenty eight you'd have to hold it to beat San, San Martino's record. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Like you could never get away with that nowadays. No, no not at all. I hope no. I'm not cursing anything by saying that he's not going to have it that long. So when we come back, check back I in five years, he's still Vince, got it. So, like if no, Vince, well, Vince no, had his now way, that he's back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think the only way looking at it now, um, like I agree with you. I, I, I think that the belts need to be split. Um, and I actually think that the only way now, th- there's actually two ways, but I think the way they're going to do it is that they've got it. I think the only way they can feasibly do it without having a storyline where like the authority figure screws Roman sort of thing of like Pierce just goes, you know what? I've had enough. You're defending both belts at SummerSlam. Yeah. Like rather than going down that route, because that's probably been done 20 billion times before and stuff like that, like without going down the authority route, the only way now feasibly, because they've done the Royal Rumble one now, like and that that doesn't count. So the only other feasible one is money in the bank. Yeah, it's yeah. literally the only other way they can split the balance without an authority figure literally going. You're defending twice. Yeah, which I'd love LA Knight to win. I think mm-hmm. he'd be the perfect guy to win it. But I don't know whether they put a belt on him when he only he didn't even get a match at Mania. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were like, let's do two nights so that we can get everybody on the card, and then LA Knight one of the most over people on your roster. Like, is he going to have a match? Probably not. <laughs> what is yeah. quite interesting, though, is I spoke to uh, two promoters and two coaches who are, like, well-respected wrestlers in the UK. Mm-hmm. And all, like, four of them 
said that it was the right move to keep it on Roman. And I just thought that's weird. Like different that's mindset, wild. obviously. Yeah. yeah. Obviously the same mindset as Vince or Triple H, whoever made that decision, Vince probably, uh, to keep it on Roman. Mm -hmm. I found that very weird that they all had the same opinion. Mm -hmm. Whereas like fans, because I still consider myself as a fan rather than like a booker mm -hmm. or a wrestler. Uh, and every fan that I spoke to is like, oh, why didn't they change it? It should have been Cody. That was your big opportunity. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else to beat. But everybody, like all the promoters, everything, it's like, yeah, they made the right choice there. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Very strange. Very yeah, it's strange. An odd one. It's, yeah. it's a weird one. And I think one that like can easily be debated, I think, to the end of time and probably will be until someone defeats Roman. 100%. It feels like. Um, staying on your wrestling for a second, because I've got, I've got like two, I think, big questions. And you've probably been asked them like a million times before. Um, like, I'll ask the one first. Like you said, mentioned obviously looking at matches and watching matches now to obviously inspire you, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Who, like, who is like the wrestler or like the tag team that you sort of like look at currently and are like, I want to be like them or like I like, you know, the person almost like the people you're most inspired by, sort of thing currently. Yeah, good question. Um, tag team wise. It's weird. So I'd say like in, in ring is a bit mm -hmm. of a hard one because both me and my tag partner are not exactly high flyers. We're not exactly technical people. We're very much like we do what we think looks cool that we're able to do. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot, uh, but we try and make it in like a cool way to tell a story. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd probably say very much like a Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Like he can do some cool high flying stuff. Like I can do a top rope thing, top rope will drop. I just don't really do it often and stuff like that. Um, but he doesn't do like Horakaranas or dive to the outside and stuff like that. I probably could, but I'm too scared to do it. Yeah. Um, but character wise, I think like we try and be very much like the, the funny asshole type of people, mm -hmm. um, which I think like the acclaimed were very good at before they had a babyface turn. And I remember when we had a match, like it's almost like this time last year, uh, and we cut a promo before the match. Somebody come up like after the show, they were like, Oh, you like the they, they were like, You were like the white British acclaimed. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. I was like, Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna argue with it. Thank you very much. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'll take that because I think I, I actually quite liked those guys when they were heels anyway, and I think they had a really good organic like mm. uh, babyface turn. So I think yeah. in ring style, it's it's quite difficult. I think at, at my level because like I'm, I'm like in my thirties now. I only only started training when I was like twenty eight. So I think when you're young and you can try like gymnastics and stuff like that, then yeah. you can really like venture into high flying or you know just athletic stuff. I try and focus on more at the psychology and, and, and mm. storytelling because I know I'm very limited in the other side of it. So finger, figuring out like combination side of things, I get quite a lot from uh, like different wrestlers that I just follow on Instagram. I'll watch a combination that they do and go, oh, that's good, mm. but I'll change that move and that move so it's mine now yeah. and make it like more unique. Um, so it's, it's a difficult question. It's a good, great question, but it's difficult. I'm not quite sure who my tag partner would say were like. I'll be quite interested to find out, to be fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he'd probably say somebody really wild if he said <laughs> he'd probably go like definitely the heart foundation and i'd be like what 
Whenever we, whenever we put a sharpshooter on anybody, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't even get yeah. in a sharpshooter because my back doesn't bend. So <laughs> <laughs> I, the other, the other question I sort of have on it is, you mentioned dream matches. I mean, I'm going to open it up to almost anything. What, what, what is your dream match? Oh, there's a few. So we spoke about like realistic ones, uh, like Geo Two, definitely, who mm. are like Gloucester based and. Thankfully, we're getting to wrestle them. Um, there's a couple. So we've been trained by a couple of times. Nick Riley, uh, mm. who is one half of Smoke and Aces. Uh, obviously, they are former Progress champions. Who I genuinely think both of them are like two out of the top three, maybe top five in the country. I think both of them are fantastic. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. Like one of them was once picked up by WWE and unfortunately released for whatever reason. But mm. I definitely can't believe like NXT UK. Neither of them were like on there uh, yeah. because I remember like watching. I mean, I've like been on a show with like Pretty Deadly, and mm. they were insane. And I was like, oh, man, those guys are class. And like now I'm watching them like on NXT. I'm like, what the hell? That's mental. Yeah. Uh, so that's quite strange, but I think definitely those two, and that would be a match that I'd be like crapping myself to go up against. And the other one is sunshine machine, like TK mm -hmm. Cooper and uh, Chuck Mambo, mainly because I've interviewed both of them mm -hmm. and I like seen them at a show after, uh, and they remembered me from the interview. And I thought, well, wow. that's cool. So now yeah. I'm like, if much of a wrestle them that'd be like <laughs> sick wouldn't it? so i've interviewed them then met them and then watched like from watching them and then be like oh, i'll actually wrestle now and then we actually wrestle and it's all it almost happened once as well we were very close to facing them uh single wise i'd love to face simon miller um yeah because be cool. he's the reason why I've, I've got a youtube channel because i started my podcast because i went on his podcast and he was like mm -hmm you're a really good talker. You need to start your own podcast. Went on it a second time. And he was like, have you not started a podcast yet? I'll come on it. So I was like, <laughs> all right. So the third time I recorded with him for his podcast, he then jumped in my podcast and it was like one of my first episodes, which was sick. And then I met him uh, at my local company who booked him, spoke mm -hmm. to him and he was like, you're training now. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, eventually then we'll have a match. I'm like, that'll be, that'll be cool. Uh, again, it almost happened, but then pandemic. Um, so hopefully uh in time I, I get to face simon miller in some capacity or even wrestle with him that'll be quite sick but because uh, i know a couple of places he's a heel and he's quite a good one as well because you wouldn't think he would be because he's no. just hilariously such a nice guy yeah like everybody he's like him. one of the most liked guys on wrestling yeah. youtube yeah, yeah i think he's like the ultimate baby face like <laughs> I, thought he, I thought exactly the same and somebody was like oh yeah he's a heel at upw and i was like that can't work and i've seen him as a heel i'm like oh my god he's a brilliant heel which <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, something like that, definitely. Yeah, and then going away from realistic, real unrealistic ones. Unrealistic, <laughs> but as well. My well, main unrealistic one could actually be realistic soon. Uh, grizzled young veterans, because yeah. they're actually talking about leaving. Because what the hell were they doing at NXT, making them join that? whatever that was. I didn't watch NXT after like it got a bit strange uh, when they did the, the color stuff from black and gold to that. Not a really big fan. Um, and like Grizzled Young Veterans were like the best thing in NXT when they were on it every single week. And I've watched them live and they were the best thing on the card then. Met both of them. Both of them absolutely hilarious and really nice guys. Like Zach Gibson, he come up to me and uh, well, I, when I spoke to him, he was like, 
tell everybody I was a dickhead. I'm like, right, class. Like he wasn't. Yeah. He was a really nice guy. <laughs> uh, but like in in ring, like I think they're two of the best tag yeah. team that you can get. Uh, so that could be a, a realistic one soon. Who knows? Um, I look at like what uh, is around right now. And obviously people always say that like, the young bucks and stuff like that. I don't know whether that would be like a, a good match at all, but mm. I think definitely like um, the acclaimed would be somebody that I'd love to face. Yeah. I just, I don't know why I just think they, I like them and I think they'd be really good. Um, I don't really know on WWE because there's a few that mm. I think, oh, I would love to like imagine facing them. That would be class. Like our uh, RK bro would be yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, but they're not necessarily like known for their tag team. It's it's just a weird one. Like I know somebody said yeah. this the other day. Like you can't say them. They're not really a tag team. Of all the tag yeah. teams, you pick them. Um, I mean, given the fact that I am wearing their t-shirt underneath, like oh, there you go. What a weird. <laughs> there, we go, there you go. They're fantastic, aren't they? I actually they're love fantastic. them. Like the fact that like you know Randy's the the really quiet, sadistic character, mm. and then all of a sudden he's paired with Matt Riddle, and now he's hilarious. It's just. Yeah, it was just magic for me. It was yeah. money. Um, I know my tag partner has always said like unrealistic one. He'd love to have faced uh, Heart Foundation or yeah. uh, because he's very old school. He's he's like seven years older than me, so like he loves like mm-hmm. early nineties wrestling is his jam. So mm-hmm. that's everything that he would love to do. That's very unrealistic because none of them wrestle anymore, and I think one of them's <laughs> died. So <laughs> we can't really do that. No. No, but I mean, those are like really good choices to be fair. Like, especially I think the tag t- team scene currently, uh, especially since like Triple H has gone in charge of WWE, that's he's sort of like elevated the tag scene, yeah. uh, that little bit more. AW, like their big selling point when they started was actually their tag scene and like yeah. basically going, What WWE can't do this, let's fill this mm. void, then let's make. Yeah us the tag team like people in terms of the big promotions in wrestling and they've made it work you know so i think it's quite an exciting time i think in sort of tag team wrestling at the moment Um, i think that's why it's such a hard question because mm -hmm. like when you said it then i was thinking i was trying to wrap my brain so like there's so many so many good tag teams that i absolutely love watching yeah there's there is literally so so many um we could probably talk for hours on it. Um, yeah. But we're going to fly quickly over because we're going to quickly touch upon FM before getting onto Mulch's match day. Uh, obviously, your FM content is still going very, very strongly at the moment. Obviously, you're still, you're still doing the rebuilds at the moment. Yeah. Um, but you've also sort of started, I've seen recently you sort of experimenting with different kind of videos as well at the moment. Yeah, uh, so rebuilds was always like my Monday go-to because it's it's kind of like my my constant. I know that's going to be a good video every single month, and I don't even like check it a lot of the yeah. time on how it does because I just know I've got a very good core audience on those videos. Yeah. Um, and then round about like June time last year, I started doing like let's play series stuff, but very different to uh, how I used to do them where they were a lot faster base and getting through a season in one episode um, through like a new style. And I've kind of like got to a point where I think I've almost got the format down and how I like it in uh, the most efficient way. Um, and they are, I can't believe how good that they've started doing. So at the minute I'm in the middle of doing a Brighton one, um, but I've had the likes of Union Berlin, I mentioned earlier, like Youth to Gold is always good. I've done that with a couple of saves with, with this now. And, Newcastle director of football and like 
even if like this series isn't that good, I'm like, well, when I compile them all in one video, that video normally does really well as well. Like I think my highest viewed video is the Union Berlin compilation. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas I think episode one of Union Berlin was up to like 50,000 views, whereas the compilation's up to like nearly 250,000. So it's mm -hmm. <laughs> like they just pick up views along like a, a, long, a longer period of time. Um, but yeah, I love doing them because like I feel like I can do... I've really like got into storytelling recently. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think in a way the game this year i don't want to say it because obviously I, I like football manager and i work really close with them it's pretty bad <laughs> whoa <laughs> no it, it is pretty bad and bold like, statement there yeah yep. yeah uh, the the new the new features i think are terrible um mm. i think it's the worst year that they've had for features maybe ever that i can mm. remember anyway because i don't think i use any of them now no. And I think that's, you know, every year I'm like, oh, I don't really like that, but you have to use it. Mm. Whereas like last year, you could literally avoid every single new feature if you wanted to. And it's just a, an updated database. Mm. Uh, and I think that's that's quite telling. And I think Football Manager know that. Um, I think that I think that this year, I mean, I say it every year, I think this year is the big year where they're like, right, let's book our ideas up uh, because people were a lot more vocal this year about how yeah. disappointed they were with the features. But I think from uh, a video aspect, I don't focus on the game at all now. Uh, maybe when there was like a few bugs or whatever in the game in defending, I'd bring it up or whatever. But I, I try and avoid that because it would take people out of the immersion of the story that I was telling. So instead mm -hmm. I focus on the, the story. I'll pick up on a player or a, or a staff member or something like that, or the team that I'm doing it with against another team. And I'll build a story around it and hide all of the features that I think are terrible or don't use or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, and I think like, and I know that works because one, my videos keep growing despite the game, I think being awful and, mm -hmm two like the amount of times i'll get people who will watch going what game's this mm. and then like i'm like well this is football manager so i know you don't you you obviously you've never played it before but you're involved in the story to the point where you're like oh well, what game this is uh so i think that's pretty cool mm. and I, i've had like a couple of mates of mine as well who uh where i've done the newcastle one or something like that and they've been newcastle fans go i don't play football manager but i, I really like that video uh and I think that's a telling story of like the storytelling aspect rather than the the actual game itself. But yeah. at the same time, as much as I think the game is really bad feature wise, the stuff that you can do in Football Manager, like the experiment side of things, is always so much fun. And the more random they are, the better for me. Like mm -hmm. the one I did last week was probably my favorite with me and my dad. I've just put us as managers, uh, just made us really good managers, and then just yeah. like simulated it. 40 50 years and the results were hilarious like considering my dad's a Tottenham fan he ended his career as a scout of Arsenal like <laughs> just we're from Plymouth I didn't put it in our thing that we're I put we're from Plymouth but I didn't put that we're favorite club is Plymouth I was the first yeah. person to take Plymouth into the Premier League like things like and I want control in these but it's just simulated so yeah the things that happen in football manager I think uh you can create like magical hilarious moments uh and that was one of my favorite videos of all time just because of you know the, the simulating side of football manager and how in depth that game can go and just create crazy results so uh th those videos are, are are sometimes my favorites that i like to do um because 
they're so, not that they're easy because I think they take a level of like trial and error to the point where you get and and, and finding a story in it as well. Uh, that one was that one was easy because like the story is where does me and my dad go? But there's been a few where I'm like, right, where's the story in this experiment? And I couldn't find one, so I don't do the video. So I think that's so important now in YouTube for, for, for growth. And sometimes when I look back on videos that don't perform, and I look back and I'm like, that's because like, what's people rooting for here? What's people staying to the end for? There's nothing, there's nothing for them to stay to the end to. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like that is, <laughs> Krimi give me a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> like, you say sorry? No. <laughs> uh, but like, Honestly, like it's, I think one of those things where that I think that you seem to, uh, I'm gonna blow sunshine up your backside, and I do apologize. <laughs> uh, but like, I think mean, that's something that definitely, from like uh, an outsider point of view, and like someone who has done content creation in football managers or done content creation outside of football manager, and like knowing how much worse videos can sometimes perform in football manager if you're not you know if you don't work out that formula you like what i've noticed with you is you almost consistently are trying to find that formula when it comes to these videos and like the one thing is you said you've captured on is that storytelling you're a very good storyteller mm. and like youtube has changed from this like little bit of you can play the game and if it's not like great who cares Right, yeah. it, it's sort of changing. There are so many content creators out there. You need those things that make you different. Yeah. And I don't, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, at least, that does the videos the same way you do. Like of building these stories, and as you said, like that fast-paced sort of thing of almost doing seasons in one episode. People just mm. don't do mm. because time and people are like, yeah. well, what about? this game or what about that game instead you go yeah but i can still talk about that just in this bigger sort of video and you yeah. know really like hone in on that and that's something that i think you very much have taken under you about is like right how do i make my videos different and you seem to have that brain of constantly thinking about that and thinking about your viewers and yeah definitely i that think contributes like to growth yeah, I think it'd be very difficult. And people like I get quite a lot of creators who message me and ask me, you know, can you have a look at my videos? What do you think of it? Um, which I'm always happy to do. I'm always happy to to find half an hour to do that because I was in their boat three years ago. I was messaging uh, Jack, Kev, and go mm -hmm. like, not maybe what can you watch my stuff but do you have any advice and stuff like that which i if you're an upcoming creator and you're not doing it you're probably not doing a very good job because it, <laughs> it they might not tell you what you want to hear but it will be a life lesson in content creation and i think that's really important and that's what i try and and give across if somebody says to me can you watch this stuff i'm not watching it to tell you all the stuff you're doing right yeah. because either you already know that because you're doing it or that's pointless me telling you that so mm -hmm. if you're if you're showing me something expect me to say this is not very good you could should have done this there or you know mm -hmm. change when you do this take that straight out um but the amount of times that i'll say that to somebody and then they go oh, i love you thank you i'll implement all that and then i'll be curious uh, a month later and i'll go i wonder if they did do anything and yeah, then i'll yeah. actually go 
Yeah, you do exactly the same thing as what you mm. did beforehand. It all depends yeah. on whether people implement it or not. And that's yeah. fine. Like some of the stuff like um, people have, have asked me, some people have outright said, like, I ain't got time to make it like that good. That's yeah. fine. Um, like it's it's all down to what you want from um, creating your videos. If you want this to be a full-time living, then, you know, I can help you in regards to how I did it. It mm -hmm. might not work for you because what I'm good at, you might not be good at, and what you're good at might be something I've never considered. So unlocking that, you might need somebody else, which is why it's quite important to ask quite a few people. If you go down one route, then you might not get the answer which will help you. Because um, yeah. I think like if I asked... I don't know if I ask Kev, for instance, but I never ask Ben, whereas I think me and Ben are more similar than what me and Kev are, mm -hmm. then I might not have ever been, you know, as, as, as been as successful as what I have been. Uh, yeah. So I think that's quite important um, in finding your what somebody is good at. Um, we're seeing like a few people like burst onto the scene now and like their first video was like amazing i can't remember what he's called like brexley something like that it's another american guy he's gonna burst onto the scene don't know what it is for these americans they're just very good at content <laughs> <Have a knack. laughs> but there's three of them now who are very yeah. very good at football manager videos because we had crew yeah. burst on the scene last year he's really good and then there's a one guy who did a video in north korea i don't know who he is i don't know if you guys have seen it but he did <laughs> I haven't one seen it video all. on his stream uh, and it's edited and storytelling was like, he's got it. And it's his first video. And I'm like, either you've got another successful channel somewhere or you are a fucking genius because that video yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And then yeah. like he uploaded and it, it got like for a first video, it's like over a hundred thousand views. And then That's he crazy. did one where he's like in the MLS now. And I, I, I need to check to see how it's doing. Cause I was just so curious, but he's incredible. Mm, and you just get these people who just, yeah, yeah just, bang just great video yeah. straight off about i'm like oh, imagine that insane that's crazy, that's crazy. yeah it's like yeah, sorry no i was just gonna quickly just add something to what you mentioned before about the amount of um like time in terms of like watching the videos and stuff because i a few months back when you put out the like the full compilation of the union berlin video yeah i ended up i ended up watching that and i was thinking right i'll watch this in bits because it's like is it nearly two hours or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of length, and I was like, right, I've watched season one, right, I've watched season two, and then I blinked my eyes. I was like, season five now. I'm like, right, yeah. five. I've ended up spending an hour watching this when I didn't know I had it. Yeah. Um, so, like, in terms of watching them, it's just like what, like again, like watching those compilations. You lose so much time watching them before you've even realized, and I think that adds to the element. And obviously, it's another pat on your back, I guess. So another bit of a blood smoke up your backside like Braggs put it before is you went, because of the storytelling element you end up becoming so engrossed that you end up watching it for so long so yeah. it's like and I don't know how many other content creators even in FM and other spaces that I watch and can lose myself in that mm. much time as quickly as I do with your your videos so oh, thank yeah. you very much um, I appreciate that yeah and I'm trying to remember the name of the Union Berlin striker that you had that scored all pretty much oh, scored no. Every goal. Yeah, he was God. so good. The reason I say it is because literally we were doing a network save um, the next day and Mulch bought him. And I remember thinking, Mulch has bought him. We are in trouble because he's going <laughs> to score all these goals like he did for Luca. And I was thinking, oh, Christ. Was it? No, it wasn't Luca back at all. It wasn't. Can't oh, I can't remember who it was now. It was, I've done like three yeah. series since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember like, I was trying was. to remember what his name was and I was just like, 
Mulch literally bought him like in the next day. I was like, I can't believe it. He's either watched the video himself or this is just pure coincidence. Like, yeah. I was just, I couldn't believe it. With Mulch, pure coincidence. <laughs> yeah, everything probably, he yeah. does. <laughs> he stumbles into a winning formula, that boy. I don't know yeah. how he does it. But yeah. But that, it, it, I mean, yeah, you, you, like your videos just seem to just have this knack of, as you said, like that storytelling element. And just quite, quite frankly, it's just great to see. It's great to see that sort of. You obviously, when we spoke to you last time, you had that sort of initial, you know, like big jump up um, yeah. and stuff like that. And, the, you know, you've sort of capitalized on that. I think that's something that a lot of people do, seem to not do. A lot of people get that rise and then plateau. You've used that rise of going, right, what's the formula that's working here? And how do I apply that to new things? Yeah. sort of keep it going because of what like rehashing the same stuff eventually people get bored you yeah know? definitely. so it's trying to apply that same formula to new stuff which you've seemed to have done very very well um, yeah which is credit to you and with that and with that nice little ending we'll move on to Mulch's match day which has kindly put together for us Grimmy, this is your time to shine Yes, Mulch's match day. Totally not a copy and clone of Super Six, um, but instead of Super Six, it's not 10, 10 matches instead. Totally not a copy clone. Um, so, if you didn't know the rules to people listening or watching or whoever's involved, um, basically, we're going to ask Luke the score for 10 matches over across the weekend, eight Premier League and the two FA Cup semi finals, because I forgot that there was two FA Cup semi finals this weekend, which is bad considering I'm a Man United fan. Um, <laughs> and so, basically, we're going to ask him to correct scores if he gets the score bang on he gets five points if he gets the right result it's two points and then there is an 11th question which is the first goal scorer or the first minute of the first goal across the 10 games and you get an extra point i think i've remembered that correctly mulch will probably tell me off if i've not so if i'm not on the next pod you know why um <laughs> so with that being said and without further ado we'll start with the first one which is friday night and that's arsenal versus southampton Ooh. Uh because it's at home, I think Arsenal should and Southampton are terrible at the minute, aren't they? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with a four nil Arsenal. Okay. I was okay. gonna go the same four nil. Yeah. I was gonna go three one. So we're all we're all pretty happy with the Arsenal. <laughs> pretty <laughs> happy with the Arsenal win there, which is uh, probably what they need after after dropping two two goal yeah. leads in the past two games. Yeah. It just seems crazy. Um Good I didn't think as well against West Ham. Yeah, yeah. I, well, the, the first the thing was, I watched that first half. I was thinking Arsenal probably going to win this five six nil. Yeah, and then they just got that penalty, and they, and then Arsenal were like panicking. It was just, yeah, yeah. So if they don't win that Southampton game, then I think it's City's by a, a long stretch, to be honest. Because I think the City game is the one after that. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um. The second game is Fulham versus Leeds. Ooh. Fulham are doing quite well at the minute as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind yeah. of like without oh. Mitrovic as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say two one Fulham. Two one. I think we'll, it'll be a tight we'll one. You back on? That's good. Because <laughs> Mulch is a big Leeds fan and he doesn't like anybody that goes against Leeds, even though he <laughs> says that Leeds are terrible. But there you yeah. go. Nil <laughs> uh, nil. Nil nil. Yeah, I think it'll be the boring game of the weekend. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 3 0 Fulham. Man United fan and Leeds need to lose every game, in my opinion. Um, no bias there. 
Next one is Brentford versus Villa, which I think could be one of the worst ones to have to pick this week. Yeah, that's how they're both doing. Yeah. Mm. I think Villa are just like the step above at the minute, aren't they? They're just they're, you know, they're riding high. They yeah. just beat Newcastle. I think there'll be a 2 0 win. 2 0 win to Villa. I'm going similar. I'm going 2 1 Villa. I'm gonna go for a I'm gonna go for a two two draw. I think the I've, I'm so impressed with what Emery's done with Villa because they've mm, like yeah. literally where he picked them up from with Gerard and then it's just literally took them. I mean, I think the I think like five or six points back on the Champions League places with like a game maybe yeah. over the other teams. So it's like mm. if a couple of results go their way and someone fumbles it, then they might just pip in, but yeah, I'll speak, to, I'll speak to my dad about um the Champions League spots because he's a big Tottenham fan. Yeah, and it was like he goes to me the other day. He was like, "We have dropped so many points, and yet we're still in yeah. fifth place." It's like yeah, it's yeah. just like nobody wants to win top four. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was similar. I think it was similar a couple of seasons back where it was like I think it was us as in United and Leicester, and I think maybe was it, no, it wasn't. It wouldn't be in Liverpool. It might have been Spurs again, where like no one wanted that top four. Yeah. And everyone was just like losing points. Yeah. yeah. Um. Thankfully, United did. Managing to get wins away, so we're not hopefully not coming into conversation in a couple of games' time, but we'll see what happens there. Um, next is Palace versus Everton. Oh, <laughs> that's got good old Roy so, coming yeah. back into the league, winning yeah. games left, right, and center. God, I can't there believe you it. Can you like, come yeah. on. No, just let the man retire? Yeah, let him retire, <laughs> let him go to bed. <laughs> it's like bringing Bruce Forsyth out every year for Strictly Come Dancing. It is. We've got to just leave him in the Cairo chamber, like oh. you know, it's okay. <laughs> I think this will be a draw. I th- I'm gonna okay. go with a 1 1. 1 1. Okay, 2 0 Palace. No Palace. I think Palace will win it. Uh... I think two 0 as well. To be honest, Brexit. I think that oh, I think they might win that comfortably. That's a great. I worry about Evan. The world's gonna end. I know. I don't like it when we agree. It feels like something <laughs> bad's about to be on the horizon. Uh, next, we've got another team that really shouldn't be down there. It's Leicester versus Wolves. Oh yeah, Jesus. Mm. <sighs> so who are like? Oh, that's like who, who's going to be worse on the day? Really? That's <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna go with a Wolves win. I'm gonna mm. go with one nil Wolves. One nil. That Wolves. one could go anyway. I can even like, I can even see like Leicester battering them. It, it, yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. just won't be able to tell, would you? I just have yeah. I, with Leicester, it's a weird one because I always feel like they've got the ability just to turn up because yeah. of the players they've got. They could just win three games and be out of it. But that's yeah. right. It's like Harvey Barnes is the most inconsistent player I've ever seen in my life. Like one game, yeah. I think that guy's incredible, and then the next yeah, game, yeah. I'm like Harvey Barnes is crap. Yeah. yeah. Um, will it will it be first the first game of um, is it Dean Smith who's taken over? No, it will no, be. Second. I didn't was their manager the other day. Was he there it? on? The, was he was he there he the other day? I wasn't City. sure if he was in the stands, but yeah, he got fed to the wolves. Yeah, they yeah. did all right in the second half. It was no, at one point they could have pulled it back. Yeah, yeah, they could have. Um, Braxter, what's your score for this one? One one. <laughs> one one. Wow, you're really sitting on the fence there. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one Leicester. I'm just home advantage. That's all I'm going for. Digging when everyone else is zagging. Um, <laughs> and speaking of interesting scores, Liverpool versus Forest. Uh, Liverpool at home. Three mm. 0 I'm gonna go four one. Four one. 
Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll go 4-0. Oh, nice. Seem to be agreeing on quite a few of these, actually, in terms of actual (laughs) results. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing when we all come out with zero points, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have had... Who was the only one that came out with zero points again? Oh, we had one guy. There was one last season, and then there's been one this season. I can't remember who. Was it Captain Goodsby, I think? It Captain might Goodsby have been, yeah. I mean, yeah, poor lad. Um, <laughs> Man City <laughs> versus Sheffield United. Moving quickly on from that. Man City versus Sheffield United. In the first FA Cup. I, I think it's going to be like a, a 5-1. Yeah, I'm going to go 5-1. Giving Sheffield United a goal. Okay, that's kind. Um, yeah. I'm going to go 6-0. <laughs> Sorry, Sheffield. I mean, nothing would delight me more than Sheffield United pulling a rabbit out of that. Yeah, see, yeah. I would love it just as much as I did when Wigan beat them in the final all those years ago. But because we we need gonna... them to not win a treble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's Drop any trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if somehow yeah. Arsenal go to Etihad and win, I don't see that oh, happening. No. Love it if they did, but. And if, if somehow Bayern could win like 4-0 tomorrow night That'd or be Wednesday night, whenever it is, yeah. I'd, I'd take that as well. Uh, Bournemouth versus West Ham. Oh, no one cares. Another, another really poor one. <laughs> Bournemouth no are one. doing all right, to be fair. Considering no one cares about that game other West than Ham the people well involved. They did, to be fair, to come back the way they did as well, yeah. yeah. They, they could have probably won it, to be fair, if yeah. they just put one or two chances away. But Yeah. I'm going to go over 2 2. I think they get two, two, twos in a row. Yeah, 2 2 okay. as well for me. Phew. I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham. You were going to get 2 2, weren't you? No, I, I didn't think draw. I didn't think draw. I didn't think 2 2. Um, I'll go 2 1 West Ham just, just, just to be different. I can't think of anything <laughs> else. Like, who the hell is going to score two goals for Bournemouth? I'm thinking of West Ham. <laughs> This is true. Um, and speaking of uh, big fixtures, this could be very important for United fans of the future. Newcastle versus Spurs. Oh. Again, that's like two see. teams that have thrown it away recently. Yeah. I, I think, think Newcastle will edge it. I think 2-1 Newcastle personally. Same. I'm going to go 1-0 Newcastle. We are very good defensively, mind. Like, yeah. I, I didn't really... Like, I think it was on the radio all the other day when they were playing Villa. Villa were the third team in the season to score two more than one goal against them, which is crazy. It's impressive, really. Yeah, well, because I think the two were City and Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, which is just like mad when you consider um, who they've played. Um, but yeah, who did you did you say to did you say to one as well, Braxter? Sorry there. Yeah, yeah, I did. So Braxter's copied at least three or four fixtures here, so we know how he's getting his points. Um, that might. Yeah, huge game that Newcastle versus Spurs. Would love a one-one draw, personally. Yeah. But that's just that's United bias right there. Um, and speaking of United bias, we've got United versus Brighton in the FA Cup semi-final. So, two-one Brighton. Against... Oh, we can't bet against them, no. Two-one oh. Brighton. Well, you're never coming back on this podcast, Brax, even though you host the damn thing. But there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna go three-two United. Three-two. Something about Brighton at the minute, though, isn't there? Yeah, um, they are very good. Can't say one one extra time. Um, I'll go two one United. It does it's go to extra one. time, right? It's got to be done on the yeah. day. Yeah, it's yeah, still on the day. Yeah, oh, I can't stand replays. No. Um, 
I just to be honest, at this point, I think I'm just going into most matches thinking, please don't let anyone else get injured. Oh, that's <laughs> that point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're at that point. Um, so yeah, just hope for the best. And then we've got Seville on this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, which could be interesting. Um, hopefully, we get through that as well. But to be fair, I probably would prefer to win the Europa League over the FA Cup. But if it means stopping City, then probably, yeah, and that's what draws me to the FA Cup. I think. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the same. Like, as long as they don't win the treble, I don't really mind which one we win, but I just don't want them to win the treble. I, I, truly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I truly think that the 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 team that would stop them would be Brighton. I, I think... That would be hilarious. Like, you're I, probably I, right. I think that if Man City faced United, Man City would be like really up for it because it's a, like, it's a rival. And they wouldn't want to lose that. Whereas with Brighton, I have a thing they could underestimate them. And Brighton just like do not to the extent of Wigan the other year, as Grimmy mentioned, but like Brighton just pull it out of the bag and just suddenly win the FA Cup. You're probably right. Our biggest chance as a United fan of stopping City winning the treble <laughs> is losing the semi final to Brighton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, Brighton. Win your first trophy. Yeah. God knows how long. <laughs> do it for us. <laughs> we're starting Harry Maguire so that you can go to the final yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Maguire's banned isn't he oh, thank god Maguire's banned Maguire's banned <laughs> so it'll be Lindelof now, and though. Luke bring be... me Phil Jones bring yeah. him back Lindelof, Lindelof and Luke Shaw yeah or Casemiro maybe. he might Casemiro, risk Casemiro maybe. there Phil Jones Phil Jones Phil Jones actually, I don't know how long I have today Phil for? Jones hasn't actually trained since the start of the season <laughs> Please bring him back. Grand a week. I didn't. I didn't like. I just lost my mind when it was the Carabao Cup final, and he was on the punditry. And I was like, "You're getting paid a hundred <laughs> grand a week to be a pundit." Like, <laughs> He's what like, is this? this? Is your big moment, Phil. Cup yeah. final day. It's all right, but I mean, I wouldn't have him on as a permanent fixture. But I was just, yeah, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens in the semi-final and go from there. So, last question. First minute, or first, yeah, the, the correct minute of the first goal is the, how I should frame it. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to go, go six, ten. Ten. Five. Missed. Five. I don't know why you need to give a visual demonstration of that. Is that because right. I said six? You've gone five. No, I was five. always going to go five. My, t- my two go-tos are five or seven. Hmm. I'm going to check back on the on your side prediction. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either side of six, yeah, which is usually what I pick as well, to be fair. So <laughs> there you go. Absolutely fine. I think the last one I did go first minute, but it was like something like the ninth or tenth. So probably end up being Luke's corner for that one. But there you go. So yeah, that's Vulture's match day, and we will let you know how that goes. Um, if you get in the top three, you will get a some sort of physical prize. Is it the 250 grand like Super Six? No, unfortunately, no. we don't have we don't quite have the budget for that. Um, it's more like uh, I think it's more it's a hoodie. Is it not come out of Mulch's pocket? I mean, to be fair, he has just bought himself a house, so <laughs> you know he's probably got it. Hands you um, the keys. <laughs> he's got some invest investments that we didn't know about. Clearly, um, yeah. I think it, it's a hoodie for first prize, and then it's a mug for second and third. Nice, I'll take no, it. I wish you'd tell me that before. I would have tried hard. <laughs> you would be like fully focused then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have done my research. I, yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for my hoodie, which I'm supposed to get free as part of the podcast, which I yeah. still haven't received. Yeah. Um, so much as uh, 
keeping tight on the purse string. Calling him out right on the podcast. I am. I am. I'm calling him right here, right now. I'll wait for that comment on YouTube to come up and say, I can't believe we call out this, but there you go. That's how it is. And with that, that brings an end to episode 75. Thank you so much for joining us, Luke. Very much do appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much for having me on, boys. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it's Been always good, a man. pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, and especially, I think, as two wrestling fans, to spend pretty much all of it talking about wrestling is a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and thank you, Grimmy, for joining me. It's been lovely having you on again. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have to do this for another five or six weeks together. So Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> the restraining order comes in before then. So that'd, yeah, be, yeah, hopefully. that'd be quite nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, that brings an end. Uh, make sure to like, share and subscribe. Uh, like I know you lovely people already do. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to check out our sister channel, our brand new sister channel, the Unbelievable Nerds uh, podcast. Uh, and show that one some love. Uh, that would be very much appreciated. And we shall see you all next week. Bye-bye. See you guys. <laughs>